When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to At The Buzzer from Total Ralphie Radio, a subsidiary of Ralphie Report. We are back once again, finishing out the last of Spring Ball under Coach Prime, the first Spring Ball under Coach Prime, and we're recording directly after a sold-out spring game that was also a snowed-out spring game. Nailed it. I am one co-host. Jack, hello. The other co-host, Sam, is over there. Hello, Sam. Hello. And uh, one of us was happened to be there in person, but the other one uh, got an even better look because uh, I'm assuming you got to watch at least a shortened version of the broadcast, which had some live interviews. Is that right? It did have some live interviews that got cut off, so I didn't actually get to see any of the live interviews on my shortened version. Gotcha. Okay. Well... Uh, there were some, and I got to catch some of it, but um, mm. definitely was a made-for-TV event that was still very fun to go to. Um, and, yeah, definitely a, a sign of the spectacle now that is Colorado football. Um, and I guess I'll just start with my overall game thoughts. Number one, always great to be back in Folsom. Um, however, I do hope that is the last snow game we have this year. Um I'm a, I'm a weak man and it was still fun. It's always fun to be there, but I was so excited to put like sunscreen on for the first time this year and, um, to wear like Mm. a t-shirt. Um, and that did not happen. I wore multiple coats, um, and it was like 35 and snowing in late April. So that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. If it makes you feel better, it was 70 and sunny in Denmark and I got to do a little tanning. That does make me feel better. I'm glad. I'm glad that one of us got yeah, to do that. Um, and the yeah. other one got to uh, got to watch Prime run out of the tunnel for the first time. No, Ralphie, unfortunately. But um, the grass was I've too been, wet. The, well, it was extremely wet, and I don't think the snowy conditions are great. But um, Prime was wearing a cowboy hat in the snow. Always fun. Um, and it, I was shocked at how well. I thought there was going to be way more no shows than there was. It, it filled out that, that that was a pretty full stadium um which was which was great to see um and what are some other game day thoughts i was loving the lead up all week um i loved that at halftime they introduced like every single current nfl player that played at cu which was awesome davion taylor included shout out davion taylor um yeah, and, and a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. I, I'll save some yeah. for, for the discussion during the middle. I mean, they also, in terms of aesthetic stuff, they also had, uh, they did the the kickoff with Betty, one of the twins. Yes. Um, they honored the CU women's basketball team for making it to the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. 
And um, they also just landed a transfer, Katie Nolan. I think that's her name, who's a gunner, which is amazing for them, by the way. Yeah, and she started in Michigan the last two years, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite aesthetic thing is Deion Sanders, who has been wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots all spring. He was also wearing a gold chain that connected to his whistle. Um, he has always had a gold whistle, but yeah, the, the oh. chain looked nice. Um, okay. I didn't know about the gold whistle, and I was just like, oh my god, of course he fucking does. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I, it was uh, it was definitely a, a spectacle and a marketing stunt, but all spring games are spectacles and marketing stunts, so um, the fact that CU did it so well was great to see, and frankly, now it's semi-normal like under Prime that, that this stuff just happens at CU, duh. Like, of course, Terrell Davis was just on the sideline yesterday what? for no reason. Yep. Um, I love and him. Lendale White was there for no reason, just because oh, wow. we're cool now. So, um, yeah, I know. Um, and it was great seeing Cordell Stewart all week with the team. I love Cordell Stewart, as does everyone. Um, yeah. he's, a, he's a great ambassador for the program. Sam, I'm sure you haven't seen this, but if you find the time, <laughs> Um, Cordell has done a few different interviews where, uh, he was just talking about, like, he was so glad that they reached out to him and everyone else. And he said, you know, that hasn't been the case for a long time prior. So he's glad to see under prime that they're honoring the past and bringing people in. Um, and that's one of those things where it's like, it's such an easy win. Like, I don't understand how it took this for, for us to try to like, use our storied past to recruit like because we don't have like the present sucks right so like why did yeah. it take this for us to bring back everyone everyone was there lavisca was there of course crosby yeah, of course of course daniel munyer was there shout out daniel munyer um like you know they had autograph sessions with darian hagan and jj flanagan and uh cordell stewart and like alfred williams was there like it was just it was great to see it was just a celebration and it was great to see all that of course the opening kickoff was incredible say what you want about how much prime cares about each spot he's at but he knows how to uh engender um the support of the fan base and of course using the twins is like the easy way everyone loves the twins so like hell yeah that was fantastic um it was just a fun it was a it was a really fun time for for two hours um, all of this is is extemporaneous to what we actually saw on the field, but all of that I think matters more than anything we actually saw on the field. Um, I don't know if you saw, but with almost every spring game done, CU is in the top ten nationwide in quote unquote spring game attendance, which is you know never happened. So good for us. Out attended yeah. Tennessee, out attended Washington and ASU and Utah I mean, and uh, our stadium Washington is also State smaller. I know, but we still we still did it. Um, Despite the snow, big shout out to the student section. Yes, they were going nuts. Um, I mean, they've been going nuts for the last few years. Big credit to them. Yes, out attended USC, out attended Florida State. Um, there was I saw multiple people wearing nothing but ski pants, which freaked me out because it was it was cold. It was cold as hell. So good nothing for them. but ski pants. Yes, just overall. Oh, good for you. Um, oh, I didn't do that. Um, but good for no, them. No. Yeah. 
And of course, we'll talk about this later, but I do want to mention it here. The other huge thing about the spring game is it's one of the biggest recruiting weekends, which we say often under Deion Sanders, but one of the biggest recruiting weekends in the last 15 years for the school, uh, both in prep recruits and transfers. And that's with flight cancellations. So um, incredible amount of talent there. Um, and uh, I think it's probably time to uh, get to what we saw a little bit on the field, which is what you did get to see in your, in your condensed spring game. Yeah. Okay. So I have questions. Okay. First off, an aesthetic thing. Okay. So the earn your numbers bit. Yeah. It's good. It's great. Okay. How did they get the numbers for this game? I don't know. I would imagine it's just temporary. I have no clue. Okay. I'm also wondering if they have, like, I know they have some restrictions, like Jordan Dominic, who played pretty well. Um, he said that uh, defensive linemen weren't allowed any numbers under 40. And I'm wondering yep. if there's some, like, single-digit numbers, maybe, like a number two that might be reserved for someone. Number I'm just two is for sure reserved. Yes, Deion Sanders literally said that. Um, oh, he said that. Yeah. He said everyone has to have numbers, but he said that two is – Two is like you can't have two, and I get to choose who's zero and one. Or no, he gets to okay. choose. He gets to choose who's one. Okay, so why is two reserved for Shadur? Well, uh, I would imagine because he's the coach's son. It's a good place to start. Um, but like, is it is it is that a problem? To if he's bad, okay. sure. I don't think he's bad based on what we saw, but if he's bad, no, he looks amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, there's a lot of Deion Sanders stuff that is quote unquote a problem if he's not Deion Sanders, um, or if they don't win. So yeah, I would agree. I, I personally am not a huge like earning number guy. Like I don't understand it. It appears to have worked, like motivationally speaking. Um, and it's good yeah. for us to figure out. I, we've said this before live, but it's good for us to figure out like who the coaches are trusting and loving. But, you know, I, it's super old school for sure. Um, and Shane Cokes wanted number zero and then wanted a single digit number. And then that was not possible. So then he got 99. I mean, 99 is great. Um, I also saw like Dion had a quote of like all the players leaving. We haven't talked about that, but um, half the DBs yes. left. 23 departed. Said, basically, yeah. What? 23 transfers so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said, like, we want to get in players who are going to put in the work. We want some Trevor Woods type players. And it's like, oh, Charlie Offerdahls, he said. Yes. Oh, is he is he pandering? I don't know. Do I know? He's not pandering. No, I know. He's he's not pandering. He likes no, Trevor Woods because Trevor Woods is really good at football. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah. that's the extent of it. No, Trevor Woods, football guy. It's so he, fun. Yes. Yes, he's also like he he's a classic said, Texas football guy. Yeah, he he said someone asked like like do you feel like you're motivated to put in more work to like with this new culture? And he's like, no, I can't say that because that would mean that I wasn't putting in the work before. Yeah, <laughs> like, he is. He's the ultimate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he supposedly like purposely avoids the cameras when possible. But, um, uh, yeah, and, and also Chris Fowler did a radio interview. I thought this was pretty interesting this week because Chris Fowler, of course, called the game because that's where we live in. The reality we live in is that the spring game for Colorado was called by RG3 and Chris Fowler. And I don't know if it was on the broadcast, but RG3 live 
it was a scoop and score that RG3 like out sprinted the player for, which was awesome. Yep, um, saw that. Yeah, so he got it. Mike Shanahan didn't ruin him completely. <laughs> Shout out Terrell Davis. There he comes again. Um, <laughs> but uh, Chris Fowler said on the radio that when he was meeting with the coaching staff, the coaching coaching staff told him as much as eight starters on offense and on defense are not on campus right now. Um, that is a lot. Yeah, I, I literally don't know how you'd even do that on the offensive side of the ball. But defensively, I get it. Um, defensively, I get it. And that brought out the spring game. Offense, I thought, looked way better than the defense. Um, I have a few different theories for this, but uh, let's get your thoughts first. Um, well, for one, there's like, what, four scholarship athletes on the defensive line right now? Yes. Um, I noticed that watching the scrimmages the last couple weeks that – I was like, man, this offensive line is just running through these people. Oh, these running backs look like they're just gashing through these holes. And then it looks like we're playing like a 4-2-5 defense with like defensive linemen who are just getting bullied and then middle linebackers who are not getting to where they need to get. And the running backs who are very, very fast. And I want to talk about Dylan Edwards. Yeah, um, They're kind of just hitting the gaps and just no one's stopping them and they're just – gaining 35 yards gashes and it's like exciting to see but i've watched too much cu football to know <laughs> yeah. that that's not going to be our team getting the 35 yard gashes um right uh the defensive line is in like dire straits right now um and cu needs to hit the transfer portal hard looks like they will and are but needs to hit the transfer portal hard what that means is yesterday we saw jalen saw me we saw Leonard Payne, we saw Jordan Dominic, we saw Shane Cokes, but like that's it. That that is like literally the list. Devin Grant was around there somewhere, but definitely um are swimming right now. And Charles Kelly's scheme is complicated because it's Alabama scheme. That is a complicated defensive mm. scheme. Um and that's I think part of what we're seeing as well is our offense's whole deal is it's a very simple scheme, right? Like that's like the offense's whole thing is we're gonna run like eight plays, but we're gonna run them super fast. Um, and we're going to spread people out. The defense is doing the opposite where we're adding stunts and coverages and disguises. And um, what that means, I think, especially in the spring is like the offense is like, this shit is easy. We're going to run three plays down your throat because we only know those three plays and we just practice them over and over again. And mm -hmm. then the defense is it's like thinking, oh, a blown coverage, 98 yard touchdown. Yeah, Ooh, another exactly. blown cover. No exactly. one guards Travis Hunter in the red zone. Yeah, a lot of thinking going on. Um, there was some so, plays where I literally didn't even see the cornerback. Like, I just thought that he didn't line up on the play. Um, that might have been Travis Hunter wearing the, the gray jersey to signify that he's playing both offense and defense. Um, yeah, I saw that too. I thought that was interesting. I, I don't know. If, I mean, it makes sense. He Well, I mean, he was probably what most people wanted to see in the spring game, him or Shador Sanders. They were probably the two biggest draws. Um, and I thought they both delivered. Like Travis Hunter yeah. looks like an absolute freak athlete every time he touches the ball. Like it is, it is gross. Um, well, he got outplayed by Montana Lemonius Craig, who looked great. I don't think that's a knock on Travis Hunter's receiving. No, skills. no, no. I, think I was just trying MLC to say, just excited. looked incredible. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for MLC. He looked really nice contested catches. Like this, there was one deep ball. That he got, and then another where he just took a big ass hit from the safety and hung on. Yeah, that one was great for both sides because you want the safety to lay that wood, and you obviously want the catch to happen. So, 
yeah. yeah, MLC was uh, his big body itself. Definitely did great catches downfield. Um, caught it up at the, the high point. Um, and, you know, it, it's great to have a guy like that where even when he's covered, he's open, right? So that was mm-hmm. very fun. Um, and let's talk uh, about it also. Shadur Sanders oh, missed three passes. Yeah. He missed three passes all day. Yeah, he has a – it's just an easy ball, just effortless. I, um, I don't know about you, but I did like the breath of fresh air where I watched a CU quarterback throw the football to where the receiver will be by the time the ball is getting there, as opposed to throwing <laughs> the football where the receiver is as or won't be. Um, you know that was bad? a fun change of pace. I was watching uh, – who's the backup? Ryan Staub. Yeah. I was watching him literally throw a six-yard out, and I thought if this happened last year, we'd be like, oh, maybe we win three games. He looks kind of decent. Yeah. Because we exactly. have been in – we're desperate. Yeah. We're desperate. Shador looks good. Shador He's literally looks the best good, quarterback man. we've had. He's the best quarterback we've had. Yes. Sophomore Steven Montez when he was good. I, I would say in terms of throwing the football, he's ahead of Montez and Cepho. Um In terms of yeah. like total impact, we'll see. But um, I, I loved I loved what we saw from him. You know, people not any not any CU fans, but maybe nationally, there's a perception that the you're going from Jackson State to Power Five level is going to be an issue. And we get it. Funny jokes. CU is not a Power Five team. So how what do we know so far? Ha ha ha. But also like I don't know. Like he was making good reads, and it was not all Jackson State players. So I, I really yeah. liked um, what we saw, even in the seven-on-seven seven portion, which I don't know if you got to see some of that, but seven-on-seven seven portion, too, he was he was dealing. Um, love love seeing what him and Travis Hunter did. And Travis Hunter is just such a natural corner. He got beat um, in the second part of the scrimmage. But, yeah, who is um, 83? On offense? Yeah. That is a tight end, a walk-on tight end that was a scholarship tight end for Iowa named Eli uh, Yelverton. Oh, who, he had a very nice catch on that play. Yeah, he, he's from Dallas, so he played for Prime when they were doing peewee football, and he's one mm-hmm. of those guys. So he was in Iowa, medically retired, and now he's coming back to walk-on because he's playing for his old coach. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, Travis had a good – had good coverage on that play, and he's like, it was just a good catch. It happens. Yeah. Um, in, in a in a weird, I don't know. I will say two people I'm very excited to see during the season. We did not get to see at the spring game. Jimmy Horn Jr. has a yep. light injury. They kept him out. He, he was wearing pads, and he was warming up before the game, but kept him out. Um, light hip injury. So we'll have to wait five months. But um, from what we've seen, he will absolutely be a featured player in this offense. Um, mm-hmm. And then Sedu Traore was not on the ones, twos, or threes as a tight end, um, which I have no idea what to take away from that. Um, I think so. The coaches haven't been happy with him at all. That's what I, I think. I've I, learned. So from what, yeah, from what we've lightly heard, um, Tim Brewster is an old school tight end coach, and he wants hand in the ground, block your stuff, and then you get the passes, catches, and rewards. Um, that's the opposite. Triori was a big receiver last year as a freshman at Arkansas State. He just was. He was a receiver that was huge. Um, and he still has that in- incredible talent. Um, but I think 
if you're going to send a message, and I hope to God this is just them sending a message and not indicative of a larger quality issue. Um, but if you're going to send a message, do it in the spring, right? And I think that's kind of what we saw because I think I he is the best receiver by quite a bit still on the tight end room. Um, yeah, there's a reason why he's on some all-conference prediction lists and all-American prediction lists at that end. So, mm. yeah. Um, I have a question about the setup of this game. Okay. Why is it first team offense versus second team defense? I feel like it should be first team offense versus first I don't team know. defense. I don't know why they didn't do one on ones, ones on ones. I don't know. I would have liked to see it, but uh, I don't know. I can't okay. answer that question. I don't know if that was normal or not. Who I I love college football. I could not tell you the normal setup for spring games. Um, oh yeah. The only one I remember that I really liked um, was unfortunately Nick Rolovich's. Um, shout out to <laughs> Nick Rolovich for being the biggest idiot ever and, and getting rid of a $10 million payday. Um, but Fucking Nick idiot. Rolovich um, did the Vegas gambling thing where after every offensive touchdown, he made it fun for fans and they spun a wheel to figure out how many points it was worth or whatever. Um, <laughs> That's and I remember fun. Mike Leach always threatened to make – because it doesn't matter. Mike Leach always threatened to make spring game touchdowns worth 5,000 points and defensive stops worth 10,000 points. Um, so I, I don't think it matters too much what the format yeah. is. I think it's all for fans, right? I don't know why it wasn't one-on-ones, though. I would have loved to see that. Rip to a real one, though. Mike Leach. Yeah. Um, and to Nick Rolovich for killing his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that was dumb. Um to your point, Dylan Edwards, very fast. That is a very fast little boy. Um, he, <laughs> he moves. Um, he has some pop, and I'm very excited to see him in the fall. He's going to play right away as a freshman, so that was great. He had some nice runs in the scrimmages, too. And Hankerson, um, man, I love what yeah. Hankerson's showing. Um, if our three Jaylee man... Stacks, is Jaylee Stack still around? No, he transferred. Where'd he go? He, uh, no, he's in the transfer portal. He hasn't decided. Oh, yet. I saw. I saw. We had like a big running back that had a nice run in the, with a scrimmage. He like jumped over some guys. I was wondering who was that was. Hank? No, I mean no. Our, our fullback. Our fullback is is uh, Victory Johnson. Okay, probably him. No, no. Excuse me. It's Champion Johnson, who's Victory Johnson's brother. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. And uh, I think if our three-man running back rotation in the fall is Cavosier Smoke, Anthony Hankerson, and Dylan Edwards, yeah. I think that's a competitive running back rotation. Um, so it was this guy, who, Champion Johnson. Where's Cavosier Smoke, by the way? I haven't He's, really noticed He that. graduates in May, so he'll, he'll okay, graduate so in the, the summer. Okay. Yeah, in terms of expected starters that were not on the field, there's quite a bit, especially when we add in more transfers. But of the ones that we know are committed or signed to CU, Xavier Weaver, not there. He will also graduate in May. Kennedy. Xavier Weaver's wide receiver from USF. Okay. So um he will he will start. Um Damn, were we gonna have four starting receivers? Um I don't know what the format's gonna be based on what we saw yesterday. Sean Lewis said it was gonna be extremely vanilla, and it was. I think they ran like three plays. Um mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, Horn is going to start. MLC can likely yeah. start. Xavier Weaver can start. Travis Hunter will start when he plays receiver. So, yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Um, um, and then Caleb Mathis looks really quick. 
he looked good as a walk-on freshman, and maybe he's a, he's a walk-on on because, yes, hit, hit, but I was about to say, maybe he's a walk-on because his uh, his dad is the cornerback's coach, so maybe it's one of those deals where he's just he's paying, you know, so that way we have a free scholarly. I don't know. The old Doug McDermott. Yes, exactly, the old Doug McDermott. Um, but he, I loved his route running, and, you know, there's going to be room in the slot for those guys on those quick drags to get – eight yards um and presumably when he can that'll be jimmy horn um okay i was gonna ask who would play that role jimmy horn okay because math does look good like he looks like the type of jitterbug slot receiver we haven't had since what dd goodson shout out dd goodson (laughs) you didn't like jay mcintyre in the slot Oh, sorry. Well, Jay McIntyre wasn't that fast. He just kind of caught the ball. and then He was reliable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Devin Ross, you could argue. Um, it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, I mean, well, no, I mean, like, he different play style. I don't think of him as a jitterbug slot receiver. I think of him more as, like, a... He was a know. downfield threat. He was a downfield yeah. threat. Um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I... I Caleb Mathis, I thought, looked pretty good, but the offense was also designed to get him open and get him open. They did. Um, defensively, Easy kind throws. of a disaster. Jack, this is what we've <laughs> talked about for years. I know. Literally just scheme an offense that makes easy throws to get good players the ball in space. It's it's not that hard. And I, Well, yeah. yeah. Shiverini taught us it is fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Shiv. I wonder if he was there yesterday as an alum who played in the NFL. I don't think he was. Um, but uh, yes, Sean, Sean Lewis is going to hopefully show us why he's Wait, one of the guys. Didn't Shiv kind of try to angle his way back onto Dion's staff? Was that I mean, a thing he said that... it was a great staff. He said he said it was a great hire. I don't I don't know anything past that. Okay, it looked like he was kind of like celebrating his old employers while currently employed by someone else within oh, the he conference. Did, he said was, it was a great hire. Yeah, yeah, that was not smart. I but I don't think has anyone has considered Shivery, uh of. No one has accused him of being extremely smart. So. Um. <laughs> oh. On the defense, oh, well, let's let's mention this really quick. Kicking, total disaster. I hope that's fixed in the next five months. Kicking was yeah. disgusting. Two that block kicks, kickoffs were awful, all the way around. Only guy's good, punter, Mark Vassar. Shout out, Louisville transfer, boomed. He boomed. He's out Australian? there once. Great punt. Yes, he's Australian and old. Okay. Yeah, he's um, like twenty eight and tatted up. Uh, but defensively, um, like we saw the one offense versus the two's defense, and the two's defense. Definitely working on some depth issues there. But the ones defense from what I saw, I like the physicality that Kendrick Breedlove brings at the cornerback position. As a reminder, the other starting cornerback was likely there yesterday, but on the sidelines, Cormani McLean was visiting. Um, and I'd imagine that he was starting, especially because Deion Sanders literally said on the broadcast, Cormani, are you watching? Um, so yeah, I'd imagine I saw that. I was wondering about that. Um, yeah. Breedlove, I think, will be a really good third or fourth option. I thought it was really interesting that Miles Slusher, who we were kind of pegging as a strong safety as a transfer from Arkansas, was in that nickelback role. Um, he's definitely huge, and if he has the speed to play that nickelback role, that is a massive um, – that's a boon for CU because the uh, – 
getting Slusher on the field is great. Our safety room is slowly getting uh, crowded. It's going to be pretty nuts. Slowly. This has been a question for a while. Because, I mean, like, you have Woods and Cameron Silman. What? What's his last name? Can you stop with the pen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> have you seen Tar? Have I seen Tar? It's a, it's a new movie. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. There's a scene in it where someone's nervously clicking a pen and she just steals the pen when he's not looking and keeps it. Um the safety. Okay. okay, what else did we talk about? I had other questions. I did have other questions. I forgot okay. my other questions. Um who are our did you finish the eight projected starters? On the defensive side that are not on campus yet? Yeah. No, I didn't even start it. I would imagine three of them are uh, Cormani McLean, Shiloh Sanders, and Demore Kennedy, which we already know about. Okay, and Shiloh plays safety. I don't like him being penciled in as a starter. Over I don't necessarily either, but same thing as Shador. It's only a problem if they're bad. Um, but it, okay. they're Dion's kids, and that's what's going to happen. It's just that's what's just going to happen. So, um, and I'm also assuming Cameron. Cameron Craig, Craig, Craig yes. Yes, good. and I love he's him. Very good. I love him so much. He's yeah. well, he's like an undersized dreads safety. He's not that undersized. I don't think he's that crazy he's undersized, though. He's bigger than I expected him to be, but he is definitely a little Five, small. 10, 175 is not that big. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. So Wait, sorry. How tall are you? I don't want to insult you. Okay, dude. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start clicking no, the I'm pen so again. I'm going to start <laughs> clicking the pen again. <laughs> I was trying to compare him to Bob Sanders, but then you cut me off. That's I I would love that. That's a good comp. Just not as insanely athletic, because no one is. Um yeah, I love Silman what we saw in the Silman Craig, but um very obviously there's some holes in the uh in the defense right now. Um Five more, five more supposedly starting guys coming in on defense. I don't know. I, I'm sure it was an exaggeration to Fowler as well. But based off what we do know, CU may have gotten another one of those starter-ish players yesterday who no one even knew that he was on the radar, but I guess he is. Um, mm-hmm. CU ended up grabbing a transfer from Kentucky who was oh, in line was to start. Vito Tisdale, who's who was in line to start at Kentucky before he was dismissed this spring for a violation of team rules, is coming in in the safety defensive back department. He is a heavy hitter. Um, he flies around. Um, and Can you play linebacker? no, he cannot. Fuck. Okay. Well, our linebackers don't look that good. Um. Partially true. Partially true. I thought Dominic, like you said, looked pretty solid on the edge. He's going to play a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking about uh, the Packers. Yeah, Vontae Bentley looked fine. We'll see. I don't know. It was hard to see. It was hard to, to, to gauge that because of who they had in front of them. Um, yeah, Isaac so, Cortado kind of just looks like just a guy. Yes, he is a jag. He is a jag. I really like what I see out of Aubrey Smith, but I always do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
not not much else to add on the defensive side of the ball from what we saw. Hmm. What what else you got? I'm 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 running out. Yeah, let's really quick run through some of the transfers that were on campus that were confirmed through social media that they were on campus. Um, and if CU can land some of these guys, um, suddenly the defense gets way better looking. And almost all of these people are on defense. So um, keep that in mind. We know from social media that on campus this weekend was Anthony Campbell, a transfer defensive end from ULM, offers from Auburn and a few other SEC schools. He mm-hmm. is somehow a junior who started playing, started college in 2018. I don't know how it's possible. Um, is he going to Michigan? I don't think so. Um, but pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good list of offers here: Auburn, Indiana, Cincinnati, UTSA, Virginia Tech, Penn State, um, TCU, Miami. It's a big, it's a big time offers. Yep. Um, he was on campus this weekend. Um, he would play a lot, 6'7", 280. That's, that's a good frame. That's Ooh. Terrence Lang numbers. Um, also confirmed on social media, Derek McClendon, who started at defensive end for Florida State last year. Um, he has he had, what, four sacks, I think, last year for, for, for Florida State, and he was a rotation piece. That's a team. We did, indeed. We had nine as a team. Um, that's he would, he would play a lot or start right away. Yeah, he's he's a he's just a normal, experienced power five guy. 6'5", 250, your classic 4'3", defensive end. Yeah, would play right away. Um, also confirmed, the, sec- the second Old Dominion defensive lineman um, that CU has gone after. First was Deep Harris, who's already committed. Second is Chaz Wallace. Chaz Wallace mm. is a more on the inside defensive tackle, so he's like 6'2", 300. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah, has has offers from a few different places, Cincy, um, Louisville, ASU, a few other places. He visited Who as well. Who replaced Cincy? Um, Scott Satterfield, who came from Louisville. Oh, Interesting. And then Louisville, of course, hired native son Jeff Brom. So, anyways, um, yeah. who replaced Brian Walters? That's right, at Purdue. Thank you. I can finish. Close the circle. <laughs> um, and then Illinois. Who cares who they replaced Brian Walters with? We'll close them. Yeah. Who so, um, those three on the defensive line immediately make that look way better. I, none of them are like game breakers, right? None of them are like Bear Alexander level transfers on the defensive line, but. You just need good, competent bodies, and those are all good, competent bodies. Um, we'll see who else joins in on the defensive line. The other guy I want to mention who's confirmed on campus this weekend, Alabama defensive back Jacquez Robinson, um, was also on campus this weekend. It sounds like he was in line for a pretty big role at Alabama, but not exactly what he wanted. Um, he would absolutely play here and be great addition. Um very obvious why he's coming to see you. Defensive back coach prime is enough, but Charles Kelly was his coach at Alabama. He is now CU's defensive coordinator. Um, he is friends with DeMoy Kennedy, who's also coming in from Alabama. Um, and I will trust Charles Kelly's evaluation. If he thinks that he, they can, mm. he can help see you, he can help see you. So um, would hope that CU can go four for four there on those confirmed transfers. Cause that would really change the makeup of the defense yeah. or the one and two deep. Is Travis Hunter supposed to be playing a lot of corner? What's the deal? 
Uh, I think they're purposely keeping it vague. I think he practiced all spring at wide receiver, but they put him in a corner because he's still really, really good at corner. So I don't know. Yeah. Just naturally, he's probably. No, I can't say. He's corner would get him paid. Corner would get him paid in the NFL, right? Yeah. If you're if you're a corner, you're going to get more money than if you're a wide receiver. So should we talk about Christian Gonzalez maybe being a top five pick? No, but good for him. I care. I do not care about the draft at all. Yeah, but that's because we have two guys who are going to get drafted who left us. I think we can celebrate. And Brendan Rice looks like he's going to be like the top two receiver at USC, which is a great place to be a top two receiver. Brendan Rice, yeah? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Um. (laughs) I don't is know. Mark Not Perry much else. What? Is Mark Perry back at TCU? Yes, he is starting, and they love Mark Perry at TCU. I know. I know. The, the damage done in the last two years is going to take, I don't know, something like the most popular coach in the country coming to see you and selling out the spring game and telling transfers openly, we need defensive linemen um, just to watch them fill up the transfer visit stuff. Yeah, it's going to take something like that maybe to uh, undo some of that damage. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know. All in all, it's it's hard. It's not a full picture of CU because of how many starters are not even on campus yet, which is both exciting and scary. Um, but the people you want to see very good looked very good. Shador Sanders looked very good. Um, and that's not a given. Tanner Mordecai at Wisconsin had three drives for three interceptions, right? Like, I don't necessarily think that's because Wisconsin has the best defensive backfield in the country. Um, Florida's quarterback was a disaster at the, uh, Graham Mertz at Florida, you know, mm-hmm. all around the country. Quarterbacks are not looking great at spring. Um, so it's good when your quarterback does. And uh, Travis Hunter is everything I think everyone says he is. That's all I have. Mm. He looks good. Everybody looks good on the offensive side. Offensive side that's definitely looks have. farther along. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I had. We can end it here. Yeah. Quick, quick up. All right. Oh, also, yeah. really yeah. quick basketball. Chance McMillan, Texas Tech, committed. Oh. He's gone. Dalton Connect, Tennessee. He's gone. Yes. Caleb Grills. Caleb Grills gone to Missouri. Missouri. Yep. From what we can tell, based off of Social media activity. Don't be surprised if CU tries to bring in CJ Frederick. Who's that? He was Iowa? at Iowa under the guards of teams. He was at Kentucky the last two years, and now he's graduating. Okay. And he is okay. literally just a shooter. He's it's it's Knutson style, just a shooter. He does not play defense. He does not do anything else. He shoots the basketball. Okay. I mean, we could use one of those. Yeah. We could well, really use that. As a bench player, specifically as a sixth man, if we have Luke O'Brien as a starter, fucking shit up. Also at the spring game, I got to uh, uh, Luke O'Brien meet was there. and chat very, very lightly. Got to meet and chat with Eddie Lampkin. Um, nice. He's a very large man. So there you go. Okay. Is he larger than George Fraser? Because that's the largest man I've yes. ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes, he's, he's bigger than George Fraser. I've never seen someone's ass that big. <laughs> I'm not joking. I know, George. That's what coaches look for, dude. George Frazier had it all. 
Uh, All right, I'm going to end this. Okay, thanks. All right, bye. Bust!